0: Please help me welcome J. Lauren Norris. It's amazing to me how many leaders feel like in order to be in charge, to maintain their position as a leader for others to follow them, they need to be loud and boisterous and direct and sometimes almost mean, arrogant, or condescending. Can I just tell you right now that leadership strength is not based on those things. Leadership strength is based on convictions that's what I want to talk about in this episode of leading leaders I'm Jay Lauren Norris with leading leaders podcast and I can tell you I've met my fair share of people who feel like if they raise their voice a little more if they yell a little more if they're a little more emphatic if they're eyebrows furrow when they give instructions, if they stand upon their bully pulpit, if they force ideas that you may or may not agree with, then that's what makes them a strong leader. I haven't found that to be true. I found it to be common, but I haven't found it to be true. I've dealt with my fair share of leaders in the military and out who are determined that they must humiliate you to maintain their position of authority. They're somehow convinced that by being a bully, they're being a strong leader. Not true. I've also met leaders who are quiet, reserved. Sometimes it seems like they're not aggressive enough to be a leader and and people look at them and think, well, how can you be a leader if you can't even take control of the room? If you can't take charge right now, if you can't make people do what you want them to do, then how can you call yourself a leader, but Some of those leaders, those quiet leaders, those work-from-the-corner leaders, their strength is entirely different than what you might expect. And the way that they exhibit their strength, entirely different from what you might expect. And the impact of their strength, entirely different from what you might expect. Now, granted, there are those leaders like, let's say, Martin Luther King Jr., who insisted that those who follow him, that worked alongside him for the race reconciliations and everything that was done in the late 60s under his name, that it would be peaceful, the peaceful protests, the sit-ins, the nonviolent reactions. All of these civil rights examples that were led by Martin Luther King Jr. were completely different than some of those led by, say, the Black Panthers or even Malcolm X different styles of leadership. And if you were to ask today which one was more effective, it would still probably be close to 50-50, just like it was then. Because there are those who led and followed on their personality style. There were those who led and were followed on character and nature and demeanor. And we do tend to find that in the world of leadership, people migrate to people pretty much like them. That's not to say that one is right versus wrong, per se, in the bold, outspoken, almost demanding type of leadership. If you're fighting for your rights, you can't go silently into the night and expect that to happen. You're going to have to put some oomph behind it. You're going to have to you're gonna have to be willing to take some risks and step out there. But even that bold, brash, forward-moving, pressing-against-the-norm kind of leadership isn't the strength of leadership that I'm talking about. And the contrast even with the more peaceful protest style of Martin Luther King Jr., that's not exactly what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is a leadership that isn't emotionally driven, a leadership style that isn't just based on character, but it's based on convictions. See, a strong leader, a leader who exhibits strength, is one who knows what they stand for, maybe even more than what they stand against. There are a lot of leaders who are defiant in the face of obstacles, defiant in the face of policies, defiant in the face of other people's opinions. And that's well and good. But are you defiant against your own laziness? Are you defiant against your own comfort? Are you defiant against the things that would make life seem to be a whole lot easier? See, a strong leader holds their convictions even when it's going to cost them money. They hold their convictions even when it might cost them followers. They hold their convictions when it might cost them viewers or popularity or opportunity. Because a strong leader is led by their convictions. They know what they believe, they know where to stand their ground, and they stay there, not because it's a great win, but because they're that convinced that what they're convicted about, their moral grounding, their core values, their right and wrong are so important to them, they don't give up any ground on that. Now, let me caution you to say there, there are people who hold convictions that are not justified. And by that, I only mean they hold convictions that, well, they're not deeply supported by the philosophy that everybody else would agree with their convictions that if they're tested in the real world. They have issues, convictions that they don't stand up against the test of time, you might believe today what others have already disproven, or you might believe something today to find that, you know, it's not long before that too comes into question the idea of slavery is one example that on the world stage it has had highlight days and then there were national global efforts to stamp out slavery and yet some people in leadership said i but i want to hold on to this some served in our u.s congress and our u.s presidencies and they still held the conviction of their own that slavery was a good idea well those convictions led them astray. And there are convictions today, ideas that you hold, beliefs that you have, that you've held on to for a while, and those convictions are driving you, even today, to make the choices that you make, to run your business the way you run your business, to surround yourself with the kinds of people you surround yourself with. And I wanna caution you that sometimes those convictions, the conviction itself will lead you astray. What you believe to be true What you're holding on to with all your might could actually be your downfall. At the same time that I say that, I want you to know that yelling and screaming and tyrannical behavior, demeaning people, browbeating people, pushing them into the corner until they do what you want them to do. That's not strong leadership being led by your convictions. Making decisions because you believe in your heart of hearts, it's the right thing to do. And sticking with that at all costs, regardless of the risk, regardless of finances, regardless of the loss of followers, you hold on to what you believe to be true. So where do you find the balance in all that? Well, I think what you really got to do as a leader is take the time to ask yourself, why do I believe what I believe? Where did I come up with these convictions that I hold so dear? What makes me stand strong where I am? And if I stand strong here, will others eventually begin to see the wisdom of that conviction? Or will I be the only one who believes this? If those are questions that you're still wrestling with, keep wrestling. Don't let go of those questions, because until you come to a solid conclusion of your own, you're going to have a really hard time convincing anybody else that you're thinking it through or that your ideas are worth holding on to. Ideas worth holding on to are ideas worth sharing. And they will spread naturally if you take care of them, if you question them. Question your own notions, question your own thoughts, question your own convictions. But if you want to be a strong leader, you've got to be clear on what those convictions are. You've got to dig deep into what you believe and why. You've got to ask yourself, where did I come up with this idea and why do I hold on to it? Who does it benefit? Who does it harm? If you're willing to do that, you can strengthen your convictions or move past them. And that's where strong leadership comes from. Don't believe the lie that a loud, boisterous leader, that a tyrannical leader, that a dictator type of a leader is the strong leader. No, nope. the strong leader is the one who is led by their own convictions, and those convictions become contagious. Lead like that. I'm Jay Lauren Norris with Leading Leaders Podcast for Tell It Like It Is TV. Have a blessed day. Subscribe now for our extensive video library of leadership lessons promoting faith, family, and freedom.
1: Hi, my name is Christina Knowles, and I just got done taking Jay Lauren's Story Power Masterclass. It was amazing. I took away so much information. Um, One of the things that I really enjoyed being formally trained in media many, many years ago is the call to action. I will use that with every speaking engagement and I'm so grateful that Lauren just um, spoke truth into his teachings and he is a true professional. And I know this might sound weird, but I've been taking certifications in different classes over the years and Lauren is not boring. I can't even believe I got here at nine, and then the class went by so fast that I was like, it's time to go already, and I was shocked that it was time to go already. So, it's an awesome class. You're going to enjoy it, I promise. Lauren is a master teacher on storytelling, and I learned so much. Um, I'm really gonna have to sit down and go back through everything, and I think I might have to have some more coffees with Lauren, but uh, it was totally worth my...